Okay, we're going to talk about making Kiddush in your place of your meal. This is uh, based on the simon in the Shulchan Ach Gimel, 273, the Hilcha Okay, so in the Gemara and Pesachim, Dav Kufalif, uh, it brings an argument between Rav and Shmuel. Do you need to make Kiddush in place of your meal? And according to Rav, you would be Yotze, you would fulfill the obligation of making Kiddush even if you don't have the meal in that place. And according to Shmuel, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. You won't be Yotze the Kiddush. Can't do it. And we, in Halacha, we follow the opinion of Shmuel, the Rosh, on the, um, on the Gemara, the commentary of the Rosh, explains that generally we follow the opinion of Rav over Shmuel when it comes to Isurim um, and, and, and laws that have to do with daily, li- daily laws. And um, this would also be in that category, that we should seemingly be following Rav. But nonetheless, he explains that since many of the Amoroyim follow Shmuel in that Gemara, so we follow Shmuel in this case. Okay, so you need to make Kiddush in a place where you're having your meal. That means, practically, that if you were to make Kiddush in, uh, let's say, right after Shul, uh, or if you listened to Kiddush and you heard someone else, because we explained that you don't have an obligation if you're just listening carefully. You don't have to drink the wine. You can also listen. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's according to the letter of the law. You don't have to drink it. But you need to listen attentively. Okay, so, but if you did listen to the Kiddush in place, or you made Kiddush, but you didn't eat, then you're going to eat later at someone else's house or your own house or something. The Kiddush did not help, and you would not be allowed to eat until you make Kiddush. Now, um, the questions come up, uh, how big is an area defined in order to say that your kiddush has to be in that place? In other words, let's say you had a big building and you're, you move from one place to the other, you don't see the original spot, but, you know, you had in mind, right? So that, that'll be the first question. Um, and on that, Shalchanach basically gives us a couple rules. There's something where if everything's under the same roof, Okay, or if it was just in the same room. Okay, so now if you made Kiddush to eat from one, uh, you made Kiddush one part of the room and then you go all the way down to the other part of the room to make, to eat, that's okay as long as you, you know, you, that's in your intention, then it's okay. You're, it's like a Traklin Gadol, a big, uh, big massive uh, room. So then, um, you know, you had in mind to do that, that's okay. But you can't have in mind and say, I'm making Kiddush here and I'm going to eat in a different building. That will not work, even with your intention. Um, Another opinion says that as long as you can see your place, even if it was from the house to the courtyard, you don't need to make another Kiddush. So, for example, let's say there was a patio outside um, and you make Kiddush inside. As long as you're in the patio or something to that extent, and you can still see the place of where your kiddush was. I guess there's open doors or something like that. That would also, according to that opinion, be acceptable. Um, even if it, and the Magen Avram in Sif Kat and Gimel says, even if the only way you see it is through the window and only part of that area, you would, um, that would be acceptable. Okay. Um, but again, they have to be in the same building, the same house. Now, if, um, Okay, so now, so, so we understand the, the concept that you have to eat in the place of the Suda. Now, what about 
what do you need to eat? In other words, could you eat anything? Could you eat crack, crackers, um, corn chips, um, some herring, or something like that? Does it need to be a chalo? What do you need to eat? So on that, we have a general rule that the Kiddush has to be, well, it has to be a real suda. So the definition of a suda is either hamotzi, and within that itself, you eat bread, but you have to have enough of at least a kazayis. At least a kazayis, because without that, it's like you only nibbled on something, even though that generally it's always advisable to eat more than just one olive size of kazayis of bread, because uh, that's the threshold minimal amount, right? But if you want to actually, you know, be full, it might not be enough. Although berkat demazan you could do with just a kazayit, an olive size, which is about an ounce. Um... So now, so hamotzi will be a, a, a efficient amount. You have to have the hamotzi within the amount of achilas pras, which means the amount of uh, time it takes to eat a half a loaf of bread, which uh, roughly that's how it's defined, um, which is basically not a, not a standard half a loaf, but um, which is roughly anywhere differing opinions, four minutes up to eight minutes, but it should not be beyond that amount of time. So if you're to, to do the Kiddush Makam Suda, you have to eat some food, like let's say hamotzi or something, at least a kazais or more, an olive size or more, within a duration of, you know, preferably four minutes or so, or uh, from the time when you started eating, um, and going up to a bit more time if need, but, but not, not 10 minutes, not nine minutes even. Um, so that would be one type of food you could use. You could also have mezono. You could have mezonas as long as you eat the same idea that you have, you know, certain amount that you're eating at least a kazais within the amount of time of achilles paras, 40, 40, 48 minutes roughly. Um, now, um, another option you could have would be even wine. It's brought down in the Shulchan Siv Hey of the Siman. The Gaonim write that. Um, you could, if let's say you only had wine, then it would be enough. So how much does that need to be? So we spoke in the past about the size of Kiddush. It needs to be holding a revis. A revis, we said, is differing opinions, but there's the opinion of Reb Chaim, no, there's 86 milliliters. Um, and that revis, so it needs to hold that much. Now we said also that you don't have to drink an entire revis when you make Kiddush for most people, of average size, they only have to fill a uh, full cheekful, which uh, is generally about majority <coughs> majority of a revise, which for some people might be 50 to 55 milliliters. <coughs> however, however, um, on, when it comes to if you wanted to fulfill Kiddush in place of Sudan, you don't have food, for, uh, whatever the case may be. I mean, you should really prepare... But if it was for some reason you had to make Kiddush and you don't have um, Hamotzi or Hamazonot and you have to do something now, so you could do it according to the Gonim with drinking a full Ravit, an entire Ravit, not, not a row of Ravit. And the Alter Rebbe also quotes this in Sif Tes, but he says afterwards, Mikol Makam in the parentheses, he, he, he put this part in parentheses, um, that in addition to drink the full uh, review of yain, and that will that will do it. Theoretically, if you don't eat anything after that, that will do it. So if you just listen, it definitely won't help. But if you made the kiddush and you drink an entire review, 
you have what to rely upon that that would be Kiddush Mang Masuda, then you could eat corn chips or whatever you want, even though that's not a Suda according to Allah. Um, in the parentheses, the Alter Rebbe says, nonetheless, if it's possible, it's that you shouldn't rely just on having the revise that you made from Kiddush. You should have an additional full revise besides for the uh, the 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 revise that you or the rove revise he writes. Interesting, the majority revise that you did for the Kiddush. So, in other words, if you wanted to do it on the better side, you would have to drink two, you know, the Kiddush cup. Uh, I mean, of the revise of the Kiddush cup and an additional revise. Uh, so, if you want to do it on the more preferred. Uh, the preferred sign. Now, um, and then I should mention that we, oh, so we have either you could have hamotzi, you could have mizonos, or you could have uh, wine. And all those things, whenever you start eating them, you need to finish them within about 48 minutes, preferably less than eight minutes. That's real, you know, that's like the most lenient opinion. Three to four minutes is better. Now, um, what about from the time from the Kiddush until when you want to start eating? How much time, because we said, in Kiddush al how much time does it need to take place do you have until you have to start eating a Suda? So it's interesting. Um, we find in the Shulchanach expressions that it needs to be immediately, uh, but it doesn't tell you exactly, uh, you know, exact time for... Um, says uh, you need to eat la'alter and sit in the altar. He says, Immediately after the Kiddush, you need to start your meal. But if you didn't eat until if you only waited more time or so, you didn't fulfill your obligation. So, again, when you're looking in the postgame, you don't find, they're not going to give it a, a limit, uh, a measurement of time. And could very well be that it all depends you know, for each su'uda, what la'alter means, immediately according to each su'uda. Like, for example, if you have lots of people together and they're all going to start washing, it could take a while till everyone finishes washing. So, what, and we, we can't hold back and say, well, they can't make a kiddush in large public areas because no one will be able to eat immediately. So we don't say such an idea. It could very well be that it depends on the, the su'uda and, and the people and the setup. But um, obviously we do want that the washing area should try to be near the area of the um, Kiddush so that we don't make that large interruption. Um, and I saw in the, the Ksaysa Shulchan, also authored by the, by the, um, the author, the Reb Chaim Noh, um, so he says, he says, Mistaber, it makes sense to say that the amount of time which is considered Kedei Achilles Pras, which again, which is that amount of time you eat a half of a uh, size of bread, um, which again, run, run, opinions running from around three minutes all the way, you know, roughly to eight minutes. He says that should be the amount of time you have to start your meal. You can't, uh, you can't wait beyond that amount of time before you start, even though you're now preparing the salads and you're preparing this and you're cutting more things and this and that. No. That needs to be done before the Kiddush so that you can immediately eat. So he says it makes sense that the Achilles Pras would be the amount of time where it's not considered an interruption. And he, uh, but if it would be more than that, the Ksaysa Shulchan says there is a doubt he holds that it might be that it is too much of an interruption. And he also writes 
that if the interruption was because of other things which have to do immediately directly with the suuda, then you could you could say that that's not considered an interruption. So to summarize, the kiddush needs to be in the place of the meal. You need to eat near where you made the kiddush. You need to have in mind that that was what you're planning to do. You need to eat foods that are either considered a kiddush, uh, like a real suda, like hamotzi or mezonos, or even if, if you couldn't, you could do on wine, um, preferably two cups. You make the first, the kiddush, the second to have it, uh, the, the suda, but if, if in a pressing need, even the kiddush cup itself, if it was a revise, it would be enough. Um, and... and um, it has to be done in immediate from the time of when you uh, started to make Kiddush and should be approximately as close to that time. And um, it should not be with any uh, unnecessary interruptions.